Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for September 25, 2010. Here is some of what's making news headlines in the world of science this week. There's news that obesity in children could be linked to the common cold virus. Also, to tame traffic, scientists say go with the flow. And a report on why cell phone talkers are so annoying. The first feature story is called Black Hole Silhouettes. Scientists are attempting to image a shadow and its tumultuous ring. The second feature is called Unnatural Selection. Chemists are building a protein with parts not in the typical toolkit. We'll begin with our top story in the news this week. It's called To Tame Traffic, Go With The Flow. Lights should respond to cars, a study concludes, not the other way around. Reported by Rachel Ehrenberg. Traffic lights that act locally can improve traffic globally, new research suggests. By minimizing congestion, the approach could save money, reduce emissions, and perhaps even quash the road rage of frustrated drivers. The new approach makes traffic lights go with the flow, rather than enslaving drivers to the tyranny of timed signals. By measuring vehicle inflow and outflow through each intersection as it occurs, and coordinating lights with only their nearest neighbors, a system-wide smoothness emerges, scientists report in a September Santa Fe Institute working paper. It's very interesting. The approach is adaptive and the system can react, says mechanical engineer Gabor Oros of the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. That's how it should be. That's how we can get the most out of our current system, he said. An ultimate goal in traffic flow principles is the green wave, the bam-bam-bam of greens that allows platoons of vehicles to move smoothly through intersection after intersection. When that happens, no drivers have to wait very long, and sections of road don't become so filled with cars that there's no room for entering vehicles when the light does go green. To achieve this rare bliss, traffic lights usually are controlled from the top down, operating on an optimal cycle that maximizes the flow of traffic expected for particular times of day, such as rush hour. But even for a typical time on a typical day, there's so much variability in the number of cars at each light and the direction each car takes leaving an intersection that roads can fill up. Combine this condition with overzealous drivers and intersections easily become gridlocked. Equally frustrating is the opposite extreme, where a driver sits at a red light for minutes even though there's no car in sight to take advantage of the intersecting green. It is actually not optimal control because that average situation never occurs, says complex systems scientist Dirk Helbing of the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich, a co-author of the new study. Because of the large variability in the number of cars behind each red light, it means that although we have an optimal scheme, it's optimal for a situation that does not occur. Helbing and his colleague Stefan Lammer from the Dresden University of Technology in Germany decided to scrap the top-down approach and start at the bottom. They noted that when crowds of people are trying to move through a narrow space, such as through a door connecting two hallways, there's a natural oscillation. A mass of people from one side will move through the door while the other people wait. Then suddenly the flow switches direction. It looks like maybe there's a traffic light, but there's not. It's actually the buildup of pressure on the side where people have to wait that eventually turns the flow direction, 
says Helbing. We thought we could maybe apply the same principle to intersections. That is, the traffic flow controls the traffic light rather than the other way around. The arrangement puts two sensors at each intersection. One measures incoming flow and one measures outgoing flow. Lights are coordinated with every neighboring light, such that one light alerts the next. Hey, heavy load coming through! That short-term anticipation gives lights at the next intersection enough time to prepare for the incoming platoon of vehicles, says Helbing. The whole point is to avoid stopping an incoming platoon. It works surprisingly well, he says. Gaps between platoons are opportunities to serve flows in other directions, and this local coordination naturally spreads throughout the system. It's a paradoxical effect that occurs in complex systems, says Helbing. Surprisingly, delay processes can improve the system altogether. It is a slow